listening to Tatter Nation Pro Football Podcast. Yo, 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 what's going on? This is Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. My name is Troy Papa Tud. Uh, we got Noah Young, the genius Noah Young in the house. What up? What's up? We got Tay Cod, lowercase t, lowercase g, Michelangelo. Ski. Uh, and then uh, zooming in again, straight from the monastery, King Tud, Father hey. Alvarez. What's up, guys? What's up? Let's what's talk up? some football. Let's talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah this week um we are recapping week three um and man week three it's finally kind of starting to set in i feel like we're, we're kind of seeing who the teams are this year they're going to be a problem a problem um we see the teams this year that are that have problems have problems and um yeah we're just going to get into it but first we got to do what we do Give you a recap, twenty second recap. Should we pick an order before we go? Yeah, yeah. Let's um, let's start it off with uh, Micah, Noah, Troy, Christian. Does anybody not have one ready? Because we could leave that at the end. I got all mine. Yeah, I got four. All right. The order again is what? <clears throat> Micah, Noah, Troy, Christian. All right. You guys ready? Yep. Let's do it. Twenty second recap. Let's. All right, Panthers versus Seahawks. Seahawks won this game 37 to 27 with the help of a big performance from Kenneth Walker III, looking like Barry Sanders out there with his change of direction, hitting pay dirt twice this game. The Panthers put up a good fight with both the Red Rifle and Adam Thielen returning from the grave. Andy Dalton put up 361 yards and two tutters, no interceptions, and Adam Thielen going for 11 receptions, 145 yards, and one tutter. Wow. Yo, I forgot his name is the Red Rocket. Or sorry, Red Rifle. I thought it was Red Rocket, and I so I was like Red Rocket, and my wife was like, what? He did good. All right, Texans, Jags. CJ Stroud gets his first NFL win, throwing for 280 yards, two touchdowns. Stroud made history by being the first player to throw for 906 yards and four touchdowns, Uh zero picks in his first three games. Uh But the highlight of the game was when the Texans' 255-pound fullback took a 85-yard kick return for a touchdown. Jaguars struggled with missed field goals and ended up losing this 37-17. Dude, the Texans are crazy. Nasty. Stroud's playing well. He's playing well. He's playing well. The Jags look like they're in a little bit of trouble, huh? I'd be worried a little bit. All right. The Niners and the Giants. Vanilla Vic of week two looked a little bit more like (laughs) Vanilla Ice in week three. Bankrupt and washed after three years. The Giants leave a lot to wonder about on the field and look absolutely terrible. On the other side, though, uh, people like to ask the question, how good is Brock Purdy? With the stat line of 310 yards and two touchdowns, zero interceptions, I'll let you guys decide. He does have a lot of help, though. Debo, Kittle. Buddhist McCaffrey. I'm still figuring out Purdy with all this. He's got a great team, but also some guys couldn't get it done in his position. Yeah, that's true. Recap, let's all right, we got Chargers at Vikings. Story for this game is all about offense. Herbert, or maybe he should be called Air Bear, as he mm-hmm. dominated Adder, in the air. Adder. 40 completions, 405 yards, three touchdowns. Don't forget Keenan Allen having a day with 18 catches, 215 yards, and a touchdown weight, Yo. but not receiving. That's where Allen passes to Mike Willie for a 49 yard tutter. May have been a tight one, but Chargers come out on top. 28-24, Chargers win. That was such a Chargers-Vikings game. It was. It was going to be close. Yeah, for real. They, they yeah. had the same amount of yards Four overall, I think. Weird coaching. Recap, let's go. 
All right, Bills versus Commanders. Sammy Sosa and the Commanders getting virtually shut out the entire game was not on my Sunday football bingo card. It wasn't an impressive outing from the Bills offense, but an absolute domination for the Bills defense. The Commanders avoided a shutout by kicking a field goal at the end of the game Lame. instead of going for a touchdown, Lame. making the final result 37-3. It was a pretty embarrassing outing from my uh, second favorite team, the Commanders. Yeah. Do you think that's the most embarrassing type of field goal? Yeah, that was for pretty, sure. Yeah, that was the ones day. that like keep you from zero points, yeah, but just mean just, nothing. Yep, just yeah. for years later. Twenty seconds. All right, Cowboys Cardinals. Seconds. After seven seasons in the NFL, Joshua Dobbs gets his first uh, win as a starter, snapping a six-game home losing streak for the Cardinals. The victory was so precious that Dobbs took the ball with him to the post-game presser and held it tight like it was the sock Harry Potter gave to him. <laughs> the Cowboys never even had a lead during the game. Costly penalties, along with red zone struggles, ultimately led to their demise. Sixteen to twenty-eight defeat. That was great. I love when the Cowboys, Cowboys looking lose. like clowns. Mm. Yep. Yeah, clowns. All right, Lions, Falcons. This game was supposed to be a good one, but left much to be desired. The mm. Falcons, with Ritter at the helm, look like someone standing at attention with Parkinson's. It just doesn't work. His leading receiver was Kyle Pitts, finally, with 41 yards, no tutters. Stinks like armpits, actually. The Lions looked a lot better defensively this week, shutting down Bijan Mustard on the run. Uh, with their offense finding the sun god for over 100 yards in La Porter body. That was a good one. I'm going to keep that in my pocket for end of the year. Best 20-second recap. That was good. 20-second <laughs> recap. All right, Bears at Chiefs. Justin Fields won't be on the field much longer if the Bears can't get it together. Chiefs dominated in this one, 34-0 going into the half. Chief. After the half, Mahomes makes sure to throw a touchdown to Kelsey so he can impress everyone's favorite lady. That's right, his mom, Donna, Donna Kelsey. Donna, you sly fox. Oh, and, and Taylor Swift. Chiefs looking like the Chiefs, 41-10. Nice one. Dude, Donna's yeah. such a, just such a star now yeah. from that show, the Kelsey art. show. Oh, yeah. 20 second recap let's all right saints go. versus packers the saints were dominating the first three quarters of the game with jimmy graham going for a touchdown what Carr ended up huh? leaving the game after an injury and famous Jameis got his time to shine after being down 17 to 0 going let's into the fourth go. quarter jordan loved the packers led the packers to a miraculous comeback one of the key moments being them going for two after cutting the lead to eight they got the two-point conversion which led to the winning 18 to 7 after a late touchdown mm. packers fans were screaming eureka from the parking lot baby eureka yeah. we found it we found it man Jimmy Graham. What year are we in? He has cancer, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, this is like that. Broncos, Dolphins. The Dolphins made NFL history scoring 70 points in a single uh -huh. game, the most since 1966. Uh -huh. uh, they had a chance to break the single game record with a field goal, but instead chose to take a knee and run out the clock. I would have uh, done it. The Dolphins found the end zone 10 times, and the Broncos defense would have had more success trying to keep the cookie monster away from a Mrs. Fields cookie shop. Final score, 20 70. Wow. Sean Payton wasn't happy. Yeah, Sean Payton sucks. sucks. He's terrible. <laughs> he sucks. Wow. All right, guys. Uh, here we go. The Titans might be the worst team in the league at this point. I'd say let's just play for Caleb Williams and call it a day. Three points, 68 passing yards, 26 rushing yards. It's under 100 total offensive yards for the day. Derrick Henry looked like he was Lieutenant Dan out there on the field. No legs. Uh, the uh, Other than Deshaun Watson, uh, he doesn't have a problem performing without a chub on the field. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> 289 with two tutters. and Parkinson's. Titans are dead. 27 Nations to 3 after hours right here. <laughs>
Patriots at Jets, nothing too special with this one. Looked like a lot of fighting on the field, but all of it was happening on the Jets sideline. New York seems pretty clear that they don't believe in Zach Wilson. Even Jets legend Joe Namath said after the game that he doesn't believe in Wilson. Patriots, on the other hand, didn't look too impressive either. Zeke is starting to get more involved. The whole game ended with the last second Hail Mary to win it for the Jets, but ultimately ended up in more disappointment for New York. Mm. Patriots win 15-10. Yikes. Yikes. It was close. Like, Ugly Cobb almost had it, yeah. Recap, let's go. All right, Steelers versus Raiders. Sunday Night Football continues to disappoint with a matchup nobody was interested in. Nope. Late in this game, Josh McDaniels looked finifugal at the end of the game after choosing to kick a field goal instead of going for it on fourth down, cutting a one-touchdown Pittsburgh lead to mm-hmm. still a one-touchdown Pittsburgh lead. Hmm. They ended up getting a stop, but with no timeouts and barely any time left, still leading a touchdown, they couldn't get it done, losing the game 18-23. to There was a lot of weird coaching decisions this week. Yeah. I think we need to talk about that. Yeah. We Coaches. Got t- we got time for two more. 20. All right. Let's see Recap. Let's Ravens, go. Colts. Uncle Rico was throwing pigskins a quarter mile, finding Zach Tremoss in the end zone. Moss added 122 on the ground, causing Jim Ursay to forget all about the need for home improvement with pup Jonathan Taylor Thomas not being with the team. The LGBT community was going off for this game because Matt Gay not added not one, not two, not three, not four, but five field goals, including the game winner, four of them over 50 yards. What a statement, too. Uh, going, the kicker he's going against after Tucker misses that. Right? He's gay, boy. Gay saves the day. Who's going? Me, love you, know. Yeah. All right, we got Rams versus Bengals. Bengals win this one 19-16, but all around pretty ugly game. Uh, Lots of field goals, lots of picks. Uh, Really should have been one that the Rams had uh, fairly easily with a banged-up burrow, but Rams can't squeak it out. Bengals get the win. First win of the season. Yep. Way to go, Bengals. So so what happened tonight, Mm -hmm. uh, I think this is our – we have only queued up 15 games, so – other game tonight with Eagles Bucks. Uh, Eagles got the win. Not much to say about that one. They look good. They look pretty. Yeah, it looked pretty good. I defense think defense is solid. I think Baker's getting more comfortable too. But the defensive line is nasty for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Week three. I think week three does start to solidify like who we are. Um, I think that's kind of the Bucks is like they are a good team, but they're not the team. And I think when they start going against teams like the Eagles, we start seeing that that they're just kind of they're almost there. They're yeah. almost there, but they're not quite. The Eagles look like they're there, and they keep having these like weird kind of bad games. Yeah. So they're staying in games and stuff like that, but they're they're gonna figure it out, and they're gonna be the Eagles again. This but was yeah. definitely one week where I feel like uh, things that I expected to happen did not happen. When I feel like when you when you think you have the NFL figured out, uh, they just throw you some curveballs. And you're like, oh, shoot, I don't know what's happening in this league at all. Yeah. Yeah. One of the curveballs the NFL threw us this week, which I hope they don't ever do it again, but I'm pretty sure next week it's the same. Uh, The nine games in the first game slots and then the three games in the second one, that's kind of messed up. Because especially when you're three games in the second one, there's that blowout with Kansas City. There's really only one game that was worth watching, and it was the Cardinals and Cowboys. And it really even wasn't that worth watching, except for the Cowboys losing. Yeah. Yeah. So like you're you have that great first one with Miami scoring seventy like all this you know crazy the stuff Vikings, going on Chargers game, Vikings Chargers game was Colts Baltimore that just kept going back and forth right you want to watch all those yeah. and then in the second half you're like eh mm. it's kind of messed up hey let me ask let me ask you what you guys think about this so uh, as a Chiefs fan right I'm sitting there I'm watching my Chiefs Bears game uh, Chiefs are dominating 
Dolphins earlier that morning put up 70 points. I'm like, all right, Chiefs have 34 in the first half. We could we could get to 70. Like, hey, point watch. Statistically. Um, and then going into the second half, they changed the game. Yeah. They, like, you can't watch the Chiefs Bears anymore. They changed it to the Cowboys Cardinals. And I was like, I don't give a rip about the Cowboys Cardinals, <laughs> especially when when I tuttered the, the Cowboys last week or I shuttered the Cardinals and then – yeah, the the exact opposite happened. So, have you guys ever had that where your team or the team the game that you were excited to watch and wanted to keep watching got flipped on you because television networks are stupid? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that problem. <laughs> yeah, normally yeah, that only it. happens when your team is either really good or really bad. And uh, yeah. for the last little bit, I think our teams have been kind of just there, just middle of the pack. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, um, and, you know, my team I root for is in the home field, you know, they, they play the home game, so I, I don't know if they would switch off a Rams game, even if we were getting blown yeah. out or being, blowing out the other team. Um, but yeah, that sounds like it sucks, man. How do you guys, uh, yeah. how do you guys feel about Monday night doubleheaders? I hate them. I hate yeah, them. Agreed. I love them. Okay. Makes my job easier. So. I, well, <laughs> I can't wait for bye weeks to start, man. It's just... Oh. Yeah. So much easier to keep up with the games. The Monday Night Double Header would be sick if they did an East Coast and a West Coast one. So, like, the East Coast one started at 5.15 East Coast, which would be 2-something yeah. our time. I would be down for that. You get, you're get you getting off work. You're kind of watching football. You get totally. to go home. And then the 5.15, you know, then you get to watch both games. I think that makes more sense than an hour delay. Yeah. You, you can't watch between both, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I want, like, a red zone style with just two games. Just two games, you can watch both. Even if it's just split, like split the screens, have them both on. I don't even need audio. Just give me right. both at the same time. Yeah, I was kind of doing that. Um, YouTube TV does a multi-view. I like that thing. So I was kind of nice. doing that for a little bit, but they need to figure it out because the the screens are too small. It's supposed to be like a four-screen multi-view. So I was watching like a four-screen multi-view with only two screens, um. and so there was like two blank spaces, which was just bad. Yeah, they need to figure that yeah. out. Now. Yeah, red zone's definitely the best way to watch football. Though, yeah, we would never slander um, our boy from the Mm-mm. red zone. Mm-mm. Defamation couldn't be us. Couldn't or, be us. Uh, couldn't be, be me. Us. Yeah, yeah it couldn't, wouldn't yeah. be us. Yeah. Um, that would never would, happen. That guy would show. never wear lip balm. <laughs> never, not a day in his life. Never. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk. Let's just talk. Uh, let's get in a little tea time. And welcome to Tetanation <laughs> Tea Time. Almost <laughs> 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 get that cucumber coming out your nose. Yeah. Shoot. It was a lot easier when we weren't drinking things <laughs> during <laughs> the pot. Wow. That was. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. Someone else can start. All right. <laughs> getting, into tea, we're getting into tea time. Let's just talk about some of these games because week three was wild for a yeah. lot of reasons. A lot, I think this 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 was the, the biggest shocks so far. Obviously, week one we learned some stuff, but let's just let's first let's get into this Broncos Dolphins game. I saw the Crazy. score come up. I was watching a different game and the score came on the bottom of my screen as it updates, you know, on every yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a mistake. Yep. I thought it might have been like rushing yards or somebody's individual yards had to look it up 70 points 70 points to 20 points Russell Wilson goes out and has one of his better games as a Bronco and loses 
by a lot. Yeah. I just, I mean, what that a chain dude is, uh, he's got some, some feet. That dude's fast. Yeah. He's super fast. A mustard Raheem mustard was fast. Um, I heard they uh, have the, the, the dolphins have like the top five fastest clocked times this year on the field. And it's just like a chain and Hill back to back to back to back. And Mostert. And, yeah, and Waddle, I think. Fast, yeah. maybe. Waddle wasn't even playing. Right. Waddle wasn't even. Waddle was. Jalen Ramsey wasn't That's even crazy. in this game. Dude, that was. Yeah. This this uh, this game was crazy. I think one of the biggest things is I remember when it was happening when the when Denver was looking for a coach before they before uh, they hired Peyton. No, no, before Champagne, before they hired Nathaniel Hackett. I think it was around the same time that Mike McDaniel's Mike McDaniel's yeah was yeah. going over and. Mike McDaniels was a ball boy for Denver. That's like how he got his first thing, and they wouldn't even give, give him, him an, an interview. An interview. Yep. So crazy. I think there's something with Mike McDaniels there where he's like, bro, let me show you what you guys are missing. But he could have really stuck it to them if with he that had field goal. with that field goal or just kept running it up. You see a chosen, chosen Anderson yeah. <laughs> after the game. His reaction Wait, is scoring it? 70. He was like, yeah, looked up the scoreboard. I saw set. He's like, Let's go for a hundred. <laughs> Serious, dude. Serious. They could have. Is it Chosen Anderson or Robbie Chosen? It's, no, no, it's Chosen. It's chosen Anderson. Chosen, yeah. No, his last name's Chosen. No, no, no. His first, he changes. It's Anderson. His first name's Chosen. He thought his, his first, first name was Anderson. Did he change it again? Chosen, Chosen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Chosen, Chosen Rosen. I, I no, it's, it's Chosen Anderson. Okay, Whoa, so he changed Roby. Wow. To chosen. Yeah, the first time he just changed the spelling, right? First, like I think I he, yeah, he y. changed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like and then mm-hmm. he changed his chosen. But I think he should have just went full name, like Metal World Peace. Mm. That would be sick. Who was that, that again? Good. Ron Artest. Ron Artest. Yeah. The best. We do a podcast one. just on him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like make make his number one. Yeah. Chosen one. Yeah. yeah. Do, you guys, uh, do you guys think that if that was Sean Payton in that situation, would he have kicked the field goal for the record? Oh, yeah. for sure, yeah. I think a lot of people would have. Um, maybe he didn't know that the record was set. Maybe that was something he didn't. I think, like, there's something in you where, like, if there's a record, like, I feel like you would do it. Well, and they, I think people don't realize, too, they got 70 points with, like, eight minutes left in the game still. Right. And they kind of pulled off a little bit. Yeah. And then they, yeah, they, like, need it to end the game. Like, they didn't even try. They were in field goal range. Like, I think you got to, uh, you got to kick that. I would have done that, too. I mean, just he was uh, trying to be nice, but like you also scored seventy points, so you weren't trying to be that nice. Yeah, he was saying it wasn't in his coaching philosophy and, and how they want to do things, but I think that having that record really motivates you as a team moving forward. But so I think the whole thing was was uh, the Denver because I remember I remember there was this weird story where they were gonna they were going to hire um, the coach of uh, of the Niners um, Shanahan mm-hmm. and. They didn't for some reason. It went through, but I think it was because Shannon, his dad, Mike Sh- Mike Shanahan, was the coach for Denver for a while, and there was like a weird falling out. So they're like, "No, we're not hiring his son," which is probably the bad move. And then the guy <laughs> yeah. coming from his system, they're like, "No, we're not even going to give him an interview," which is probably a bad move. And now they're kind of just, you know, I think Sean Payton's probably going to be their coach for a while. But how how is Vance Joseph still have a job? Their yeah, defensive he's, court, he, yeah. he's and he was horrible with them yeah. when he was the head coach. 
you know what they need to do? They need to go and sign, what was his name? Vic Fancino. No, 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 no. Greg Williams. <laughs> they need to start setting some bounties out on yeah. defense. Ooh. Yeah. Dr. Blitz. Nah, yes. Mr. Blitz. <laughs> I think it's probably better that that guy stays no, out they, of the NFL. They need some, they give up 70 points. They need some grit on that defense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bounty You want game. more CTE out there? Yeah. Well, yeah. There's already more Antonio CTE. Browns. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no one needs that. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, but speaking of uh, should have kicked the field goals, the Colts kicker, Matt Gay, five field goals, four of them over 50 yards. He was just dead eye out there. Uh, former Rams kicker, Super Bowl champion with the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just want to be the first one to say it. I'm, I'm a gay guy. So is Carl Nassib. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, I'm a gay guy. Okay. So I just want to be. I just want to put that out there. Um, I love him. He's good. He's a good kicker. He's a great kicker. Yeah. Great kicker. Great kicker. He's yeah. been, he's been great really since he was with Tampa. Honestly, he was he, good. Yeah, he was, he was good, good with too. Tampa. Good with the Rams. Now he's good with the Colts. He really had a coming out of the closet type game, and I just feel like it's one. It's good, man. It's yeah. good for the league yeah. to have good kickers came, out there. He came swinging out of the closet. That's did. What, yeah. Leg swinging. Leg swinging. Kicking. It's yeah. good, bro. Um, and the world didn't know him before, but the world know he. The world knows he's gay now. They do. Yeah. They Look know he's gay. Zesty kick he's got. Who's gay? Matt's gay. <laughs> there we go. Um, but yeah, they ended up winning that game. I think the Ravens thought they were going to win that whole time, dude. If the playoffs start today, the Colts are in the playoffs. So who who saw that coming? I certainly didn't. I almost. Pick them as maybe worst team in the league. Uh, they did. They had a lot to figure out. Maybe the least amount of weapons on their team. Losing Jonathan Taylor, a rookie who has to get used to the NFL, who didn't have much experience in college. It's it's surprising to say the least. Yeah, they're 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 going to be fun this year. I think they're going to play the the uh, the team that's going to wreck some havoc in, in some people's schedules. Yeah, they're in a winnable division. They really are. They're Absolutely. Really, the AFC South is not the best. Yeah. Because, I mean, the Jags look just completely terrible. What happened to them? They had some, they had some, <laughs> weird, they had some weird moments. They had some weird moments. They had, like, they had a, uh, I think Ridley dropped, like, a wide-open touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I think ETN tripped over Trevor Lawrence at one point. When he, ETN had a pretty good game, though. Overall, yeah. Yeah. Just, just some weird things that kind of killed the momentum. Yeah. But, yeah, it's new. CJ Stroud, this is, this is kind of the bone to pick that I had. You gave me negative points because I picked CJ Stroud. From his what what he's put out there on the field for that uh, the take God segment last time, I, I kept losing points because I was talking how good CJ Stroud was. The the, uh, the only reason why is because there was one correct answer in my mind. That's the only reason why. But there's numerous correct answers. I guess so. I mean, yeah. George, uh, did Jordan Love get the win this week? Or he yeah, did. I wouldn't necessarily say he got the he win, but they won. I mean, he yeah. was uh, he didn't play great, win, but. In the beginning, he, yeah, he, yeah, but he led that comeback. Yeah, it was more more of uh, his receivers that were kind of just dropping balls everywhere. Yeah, you more, could say that. Yeah, you could say that. He's still missing Christian Watson, which yep. is going to help. He didn't have Aaron Jones either, so. which is mm-hmm. a problem for yeah. my fantasy team. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I feel like I mean, honestly, if I'm the Lions right now. If I'm the Lions right now, I feel pretty good about my chances in the in that division. Because you got the Bears, you got the Vikings, you got the Packers, who 
aren't really the Packers anymore. They're kind of looking a little weird. They're good. Packers are good. They're a good yeah. team. Yeah. Well, Packers are like, I think culture is so underrated in the NFL. Yeah. You got the Packers coming from a small area, unlike any any other place in the NFL. You got this loyal fan base that is super involved with the Packers, that the Packers are super involved in the community. I think that makes you tighten it. I think that motivates the players to really do well for the fan base. There's just there's just a culture. Pa- Packers really don't do anything else that the, that the rest of the league does. They're not the type to make a big move for a big name. They're the type that are homegrown players. We're going to draft these guys. We're going to develop them. Um, and while that's kind of been to a fault maybe when they should have maybe tried to make some moves for a Super Bowl, they consistently have success in the NFL. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, every team could learn from. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, every time I watch the Packers, especially now, I always feel like they should lose and then they, they keep winning. So, yeah. um, they're two and one, they're two and one. So are the Lions though. Yeah. I'd say the Lions definitely talent. Have a better shot. Have a better shot. Have a better shot sure. at taking that div, which is going to be nice. Seeing the lines in the yeah, good for them. The playoffs, that's good for be them. Sweet, yeah. They've been MC doing well. MC DC, me. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the Jets. Uh, the Jets. We got um, one of the best parts of the whole game was when Tony Romo said, um, "You know you're frustrated when your teeth start falling out," and they pan over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they pan over in and and they replay it like the first time it happened. Like I didn't even see it. I'm watching the game. I didn't even see this fan, but like this fan's yelling and his dentures just fall out <laughs> and the dude puts his dentures back in. And then like <laughs> Jim Nance and Tony Romo are like, oh my gosh. And then they like pan back and they're like, show that again. They're like, you know, you're frustrated when your teeth start falling out. <laughs> just put this dude on blast for his teeth falling out. And <laughs> it's just like, that was just true, man. <laughs> those, those Jets fans, they were coming for Zach Wilson. Jeez. They were, yeah. They were losing their minds, it, losing their teeth, losing everything. <laughs> but, losing their mind, losing their teeth. but again, dude, like they're not running the ball. Like we talked about this last yeah. week. Like they're and this kind of brings us into like this next little part of the of, of tea time is coaching decisions this week. Um, I'll start with just the Rams game in general. Like we're down ten points with five something minutes left. Yeah, we're on our side of the field, but it's fourth and three, and we punt it. Like I knew it was the game right there. There's just we had one timeout remaining. We punted the ball with six minutes left. They just ran the ball three times, drained out as much clock as they could, gave us the ball back. It took us the whole field, bunch of time to score. And we had to go for the onside kick. But even if we would have got it, we had less than a minute left. One timeout. Like it, it's gonna be difficult to get that field goal off. That's the kind of coaching decisions that is just like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? And I know that there's other coaching decisions this week, like uh, another guy that came from the Rams universe, Chargers coach. He had some weird coaching decisions at the end of that game, going for it on fourth and what was it, fourth and one, on his own 24 yard line. Yeah, yeah something like when they that. were only up four. Yeah, that's wild decision. Yeah, that's that's the kind of decision where if you lose the game, that's if you lose the game, that's your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like he, very that's Staley. not the first time Staley's made one of those moves. Right. Right. I mean, he probably heard our advice to the Jets last week telling telling or telling them to fire the punter and he's like, "All right." All right. The Tutter boys. <laughs> they said fire the punter. <laughs> going for it on Just, every fourth, fourth and one. It doesn't matter what part I mean, of the field. We're going for yeah, it. Yeah, that's like, that's the thing. Like I think he I like the mentality of the aggressive mentality. I think somebody who does that pretty well or starting to do pretty well is Dan Campbell as far as when to go for it on fourth down. I think that he believes in his team and he puts he shows his faith in them 
in the moments that he does it, you know, catching teams off guard. I think I think Staley's a little bit maybe too wanting to get that mentality. Like I think I think I think when you have a mentality of we're going to take risks, I'm going to trust my team, we're going to go for it on fourth down. If you prioritize 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 that above any other kind of philosophy, if you don't keep that in balance, I think that's when you start making decisions like he did. I feel like when you're at the 45 yard line, your own 45, you can make that decision and it'd be like, okay, I'll live with it if not. But like on the 20, like when they got Justin Jefferson, they got some pieces out there where, man, they should have been able to like, that was now that was the Vikings that blew that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They had 20 yards to score a touchdown and they couldn't. Um, but they, yeah, that was just a, a move that I was just like, there's no way he's doing this. If he would have got it, it would have been like, wow, this dude has balls when you don't get it though. And, and like, if you're going to do that, do the Eagles push, push the mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. How big is Herbert? Six, five, he's six, huge. Six. Yeah. You're telling me you can't fall for an inch. Oh no. He's got the strength to do it, to do it for sure. They handed the ball off to Josh Kelly. Sold my fantasy team so hard, dude. And he, he was Jeez. lined up yeah. as the, don't trust Josh. He Kelly. was lined up as the fullback. And then he's never a fullback. So like the defense, you see a you see a running back line up as a fullback on a fourth and one. What do you think is gonna yeah. happen? Like if it was going to the running back, they would have put the biggest dude as the fullback and then tried to hit up the hole. No, they put the running back there. It's like, all right, they're gonna give the ball to Kelly and they 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 stuffed it. They stopped him, you know. One of those things, man. I don't know. I think coaching decisions all throughout the day, I kept seeing these weird kind of coaching moves that I was just kind of like yeah, uh, Josh McDaniels with the Raiders Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, they're down a touchdown. It's fourth, fourth and four, right? And they choose to go for a field goal instead of going for it. There's like two minutes and like right. there's something they got like no time left, right. right? And they kick a field goal to then make it so they still need a touchdown to right. win. So they're down a score. They're down a score. Kick a field goal field to goal be down a score. To be down a score. They yeah. they end up getting the stop. But they get the ball back with like 15 seconds left, no timeouts, and they got 90 yards to drive. Yeah. And even if, even if miraculously, they hit like a 70-yard bomb and the dude got out of bounds and they had one second left, oh, wait, you can't even kick a field goal right. to like tie the game to take right. it overtime. You still need a touchdown. Yeah. It was just, yeah. I was kind of, with the with the Rams, I was kind of like, dude, you guys should, I, I wanted them to kick the field goal because it's harder to get your field goal unit out on the team when you have no timeouts. Mm-hmm. It's harder to do that than to throw a touchdown to walk off. Yep, just rush it up there and hike the ball. Right. And so, like, that's – with even with that, like, there was – in my head, I'm like, why aren't we trying to – you know, we got into field goal range. We took, like, a good two and a half minutes off the clock to score that touchdown when we could have kicked the field goal, kicked it off to them, stopped them, and then had time to go and try to get that touchdown. Like, coaching today, today and yesterday to me was just – Bunch of bonehead, bunch of bonehead mistakes. Yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Rams, the Rams though. Even though we lost, the Rams defense is looking good. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Chase finally went off, got his over a hundred yard game. Still no touchdowns, but Chase had a good game. But other than Chase, like Higgins was doing nothing. Boyd really wasn't doing anything. Really. Uh, Besides that touchdown run, um, what's his name? Mixon really wasn't doing much. Joe Burrow was kind of banged up, and you can kind of tell he wasn't really going out of the pocket much. He was kind of staying in there. 
But man, Rams defense was the biggest like question mark going into the season. And I think we played really well against the Niners. I think we played pretty well tonight on defense. Um, it was just, we were in the red zone numerous times, couldn't score touchdowns. And I think coaching kind of, kind of got us out of this one, but yeah, I, I feel good about the Rams. It's going to be a, a fun season, tough season going forward, but we're going to be in games and still, it's be fun. still a lot to figure out with every team right now too. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised at how well the Bengals defense played. I mean, Dude. forcing a couple of, a uh, couple of turnovers. Was it two picks from Matthew Stafford? Two picks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like they were just all over him the whole night. Yeah, no, Bengals, Bengals defense, I think without them playing like that, I think Rams, I mean, that too, the uh, Tutu Atwell had a, a nice touchdown, dove into the corner, and uh, then they called him out. They called it a he, touchdown he, on the field, then they called him out. I don't know, man. That, he, that, heel, that heel was down. I don't that know about that. Out. I don't know about that. I was screaming. I was like, let's go. Now throw it to Puka. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I, I watched I watched from numerous. The thing was, like, I don't think it was enough to say he was out. I think there was questions because his heel was over the line, but it wasn't definitive that it was down. And so I think if you call it touchdown on the field, you have to have definitive evidence to overturn. And I don't think there was enough to overturn. Obviously, they thought that it was um and then but the the call of the day was uh zach taylor the coach of the Bengals. he called a timeout when the rams scored a touchdown and it was wide open to higby in the end zone and like before that play he called a timeout like right before the play i thought it was a penalty flag but it was just a timeout that play never existed um so they got us they got us yeah those are so frustrating man yeah yeah not the best and on both of those we had to go away with field goals you know, those seven points would have won us the game. So, yeah. you know, sometimes, one of those. Yep. Sometimes the close ones hurt more. Yeah, but we're good. We'll yeah. be back. We'll be back next week. We're good. Rams season is fine. Yep. No panic <laughs> buttons out yeah. yet. You know, we're fine. <laughs> Everyone that's out there saying the Rams are dead, we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. Do you guys want to? <laughs> Sorry, you're fine? We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> Yeah. I'm a gay guy. We're fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to talk about the upset of the week? Uh, mm. Cowboys losing to the Cardinals? Yes. It's crazy. Joshua Dobbs uh, is him. Joshua That's Dobbs. <laughs> yeah. Dobby, bro. Got his Are you guys believers now? <laughs> Dude, I, I'm 100% a believer. And the fact that he's come in with you know, traded literally like right before the season, yeah. no preparation, yeah. doesn't even know the playbook. And then. Right you know by week i mean even like week one week two he didn't look terrible no he then, i mean honestly for a cardinals quarterback he over the last decade he's like one of the best i've seen out there <laughs> yeah he might he might actually just <laughs> be, might be the, best. the best joshua dobbs Carl. probably since carson palmer yeah. yeah since palmer dude since uh kurt warner carson palmer he on arguably he might be the greatest cardinals quarterback of all time okay chill chill, <laughs> chill no okay my bad <laughs> so do you guys think that the Cowboys uh, were just a lot worse than people realized or that the Cardinals were a lot better than people realized? The Cardinals might be feisty. I think so. Uh, I don't have the exact stats on me, but um, they – I don't know if they, like, figured out a loophole with that Cowboys defense or something like that. But one thing that, like, they made a point to do was in the run game, they were running – 
Micah Parsons. They right. were running away from Micah Parsons. Mm. They were specifically running towards him. And they he had, goes upfield. Yeah, and so he had a lot of they had a lot of success running at Micah Parsons. And I don't know if this is like like if they, they figured it out and now all the teams are just gonna be like, all right, now we can just run all over you or something like that, or if this is just a one time thing that the, the Cowboys are gonna figure out, like, oh, we'll make some adjustments and come back to it. Yeah, I mean they're for sure gonna make adjustments, but there is something to be said when you have a legit pass rush like the Cowboys have. They are just trying to get upfield, upfield to the quarterback, and so if they're if they're you know, the kind of the way they've been playing, they've been getting so many sacks lately that I feel like they're just like have that mentality of let's get to the quarterback. And when you run at that, there is a huge hole that opens up as they're coming upfield, going right underneath it off tackle. Like there is just a natural hole that's open there, and then you got to have the linebackers come down and fill. And if you can get one of your guards or you know up to the second level, then now you're talking a four or five yard gain regardless and then if you can make someone miss now we're talking more so mm. i feel like yeah that's a great game plan for for a team that loves to to rust the passer passer like they do and so i i bet you teams start start doing that until they start making some changes there yeah they had a tough time adapting too you could see the frustration the penalties started mounting up and that really kind of i think even on the offense too you get to the red zone so many times and you can't you try to connect with cd lamb over and over again you can't get it done i think a lot of the mentality going into the game was like, we're going to dominate and they're going to do what they're going to do. And uh, yeah, like you're saying, if, if you find a way kind of around it and you don't have a plan to adapt to that, I think, yeah, frustration mounts. And that's what we saw with the penalties and stalling in the red zone. Yeah. I think game one Cardinals had the worst game that they've had so far, but then game two, I mean, they were up by like three scores yeah. against the giants. Then they fell apart. But if you take that first half of game two and then this game three, it's like, hey, actually the Cardinals might not be as bad as they look. They're still bad, but just they're not bad. as bad as we thought. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They're yeah. bad, but like they're feisty. Yeah. And I think they can win. A I feel like the the Cardinals game plan, need like the Jets need to take the Cardinals game plan. Right. The Cardinals ran for 222 yards in this one, 30 rushing attempts. They passed the ball 21 times. Um and yeah, I mean, I feel like that's exactly what we've been saying, right? If if the Jets would just run the ball like the Cardinals did, right? And was it and the Colts, uh, like the Jets Colts Cowboys? That yeah, yeah, Colts. I just yeah, I don't know why more teams are just. I mean, I guess it's like an uh, a passing game now, right? Where it's a passing league, but it's the fun, flashy yeah, thing you can to just, do. Yeah, but sometimes that ground but game you can is just gonna run the ball it, down yeah, their throats, dude. Yeah. That's that's like that's the kind of football that like I love is like a run game and defensive game just smashing and stuff but then I mean yeah this the high powered offenses that we're getting used to seeing are like great for ratings and great for you know everything like that yeah. and so everyone's like hey how can we get that and it's like hey sometimes you don't you know if you have that sure do it but if you don't don't force that because like that's not something you can mm -hmm. force I mean, like, even, like, the Dolphins, like, didn't Devon A-Chain, like, rush for 200 yards just by himself? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, this is still good for ratings. Like, if you have got a really good run game, I mean, it opens up everything. Yeah, no, I feel like, dude, two, the passes that Tua was throwing to him, too, were, like, not the, the right-handed, like, shuffle passes that he was doing was, no they were sick, dude. Yeah. Dude, that was the prettiest no-look right? pass I think I've ever seen. Dude, it was so nice. It was really nice. Tua, Running backwards. Tua might be good. Have it's we that, said that? It's, it's Tua that, might be it's MVP. That sleeve. It's that sleeve he got. I told <laughs> it's the right, you. It's the right-handed sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, Tua, um, 
I heard the other day that there's a group of people that are uh, radicals for for Tua called Tuanon. Mm. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And uh, they love him, and they're just going to, you know, keep going for him, and they think he's the best quarterback in the world. And I thought they were crazy at first, but, hey, maybe it's time to storm the Capitol and uh, just get on this bandwagon. It's a good storyline, too. Like, there was rumors that they were going for Russ in the offseason, you know, a couple years back. He almost retires last year, all the concussions he gets, and now he's coming out and putting up MVP numbers, kind of leading the race right now. And he was doing that last year, too, before all the concussions. Yeah, yeah. Right, like at the beginning, this is the same. I mean, not seventy points, but they. I think the Dolphins were like before he got hurt. Were they like four and one, five and one, yeah. something like that? Yeah, last year. And so I, I remember everyone like, "Hey, are the Dolphins gonna take the AFC East?" And then like he gets hurt, everything falls apart. But now they're kind of back in the same spot, and like it's starting to look like McDaniel's is a good coach. Two is a good quarterback. They got freaks of nature at wide receiver. Now apparently they have two freaks of nature at running back. Their defense is good. Like the Dolphins are a problem. Yeah, they're a problem. Yeah, probably scariest team right now to play. At least that's the reaction. They're playing the Bills this week. That's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a good game, man. I can't wait. It's gonna be a good game. I think. Uh, yeah. I think they have the upper hand though. But they're they're going to Buffalo, mm-hmm. which is probably the best time of the year to go to Buffalo if you're in Miami is when it's mm-hmm. not freezing cold. And so, like, this is probably the best-case scenario because then when they play them again at the end of the year, it's in Miami. Home field, probably, like, 70 degrees, maybe some rain. That's kind of their game. Yeah. It's going to be good. Do you guys like uh, Dolphins more for the AFC East champs or Bills? I feel I feel like coming off the week like this, it's probably Dolphins, but yeah. any Bills lovers out there? I still feel like my brain says Bills. Like, my brain is still on this, like, the Bills are the best. But then, like, week by week, it's, like, chipping away, and I'm I'm feeling... I think this week's going to be a, another... If the Dolphins come out and even win this game, not even they don't even have to, like, dominate. They just have to win. Then, all of a sudden, I think next week I have a different, like, take on it because I just want to see them go head-to-head. I think, yeah, they're... they're obviously, the, we don't even have to bring up the, the J-word team. Um, but the Patriots, I think, are still going to cause some pro- – like the Patriots might be able to steal one from somebody because they're just kind of like that weird team that can do that. The Jets won't do anything. I uh, I don't even – dude, the Jets are so bad. They're horrible. They're horrible. The Jets are the worst team to get as much talk time as they do. Dude, it's so It's bad. all still because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's, still, it's so but. sad because, like, they have so many primetime games this year, and they're just like – unflexible yeah. primetime game like like what's the sunday night game this week i think it's jets it's it's jets uh isn't uh, it chiefs. chiefs yeah Jets chiefs like oh god who wants to watch i know christian does who else wants to watch that <laughs> bring it on baby no one else like no one want like that's gonna be just a bloodbath an uh, actual bloodbath <laughs> are you feeling at all like i know we talked last week that you kind of feel like it's not so much Zach Wilson. Have you, do you feel like this week made you feel a little bit more like at all that Zach Wilson is is more percentage than you thought to blame? Or here's the thing: I think what I said last week still stands. Um, I don't think Zach Wilson's the guy. Yeah, I don't think that putting another Zach Wilson level player is the answer, though. Like if you could get Tom Brady to come in, mm. 
do it. Mm-hmm. If you could get <laughs> um some other quarterback level like Brett Favre to come, I'm just <laughs> if you can get some dude to come in um that's like a great quarterback, do it. But like if your answer is Carson Wentz or Case Keenum or like Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby, I mean, maybe be better. Jacoby Brissett Jacoby. might be an answer. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, honestly, maybe they just trade for Josh Dobbs. Okay, now <laughs> we're talking. Now we're talking. Or um, the Jets become unstoppable then. Or they trade for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that could work. I, the Vikings are zero and three. They are. If they can muster up some type of thing for that, I think they should do that. Yeah, but if you're not going to get like a top level quarterback, then the answer isn't to change your quarterback. The answer is just to change your game plan. Run the ball, play defense, like we said. Yep. And if you can get one of those big name quarterbacks, somehow, do it. Should we talk about some QB options. Yeah, let's talk. Let's just go into it. Let's see uh, who's the best QB options to go into um, the Jets. Uh, the Jets system. So we kind of we kind of went through. We kind of picked out. The best replacements, if they are to make a replacement, who's he going to be? All right, I'm going to start it off. The first person that the Jets should put into the role of starting quarterback um, is a player that used to play in the NFL, was banned from the NFL for point sh- uh, point shaving scandal. He actually went to prison, and he won a pretty big game against the prison guards. I'm talking about Paul Carew. Uh, was a great quarterback, great NFL quarterback. He has MVP-type numbers. He can run the ball. Um, he can find guys in the end zone, help guys not get shot by the prison guards. Ooh. Like, there's, yeah. He, you That's know, value. Butter popcorn. Yeah. yeah. Get him on your fantasy line. Paul now. Carew, dude. Get him in the game. <laughs> Put in that waiver wire claim. <laughs> all right. All right. This, all right. This, I, you, got, oh. you, you want one? Go for it. Yeah, yeah. I got one. Yeah, uh, there's a guy out there who's who's still kicking around. I think he's waiting for his opportunity to make a comeback. Uh, let me say that he has played in the Super Bowl. Mm. Uh, he's thrown for thousands of yards. Okay. I'm talking 80 year old Joe Namath, dead mm. legend. He's already been vocal against Zach Wilson. Joe, Broadway Joe, Joe Cool. Yep. yep. Let's get you back in the league. Yeah. Forget that Burrow kid. I love yeah. it. Let's get the original Joe Cool to show bring him back. how the Jets can be. Get some of those records back, yeah. Yeah, bring them back. I mean, what what can go wrong? Nothing. Nothing. I can't think not, of anything. Not with Joe Cool. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything. I think the Jets fans would love it. Teeth would stop falling out. Maybe Joe, <laughs> maybe Joe Namus teeth might fall out. But that's that's uh, we'll have to figure that one out. Uh, that's yeah. that's actually a per- eighty years old. That's actually a perfect segue into mine. Uh, this is a guy that we all know and love. We've talked about him today. I'm talking about the guy whose teeth fell out when he was screaming. <laughs> He's already got the fire. He already lives in the area, yep. probably. It's true. <laughs> Easy commute. <laughs> can save on a you don't have to you don't have to add his uh his mouthpiece to the budget you don't need it <laughs> he doesn't and, need uh, a dental plan it sounds like he's got <laughs> nice it sounds like he's got a lot to say and i want to see what he can contribute to the team okay put I'm, him in 
Put him in, coach. All right, yeah. perfect. All right. I mean, if if someone's running at him to sack him, he just spits his teeth out at him. <laughs> yeah. Intimidation. Yeah, that a little be... turf monster to a new. Uh... <laughs> yeah, don't let him bite you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dan Campbell better watch out. He's a new. Maybe maybe for the Lions. Just a knee biter. Okay. All right. My my pick to replace Zach Wilson. Um, do I know his name? Absolutely not. Okay. Has he played organized football? That's debatable, but I'm going to go with whatever his name is, the starting quarterback for Bishop Sycamore. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's a dog. I don't know his name. All I know is Bishop Bishop Sycamore dominated the competition. That's a fact. Was the competition real? They were real people. They were real people. Were they real football players? I don't know, but anything is better than Zach Wilson. So, yeah. All right. I guess that brings it back to me. Let's go. Um... My number two pick, Gary Bertier's mom. Mm. Yeah, Gary Bertier's mom from Remember the Titans. Uh, she just takes command of the room. Every time she was on the screen, uh, she was just one of the best uh, parts of that movie. She's able to change her mind when faced with adversity. You remember at first, she did not like black people, and then she <laughs> did. And so I think like there's some change there where she's able to see her faults. After she throws a pick, she'll be able to go to the post game and be like, you know what? That's on me. I'm going to extend my hand and shake the hand of my perceived enemy. We're actually going to be friends. You're actually going to be my son. We're actually going to have a long life living together and winning Super Bowls, baby. Yeah. Gary Petier's mom. Shout out. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. That's a wild card right there. Uh Oh, shoot. I had one more queued up. Are we are we done? No, we're, go- we're yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Oh, all right, all right, the, all right. I couldn't hear the music. Couldn't hear it. Uh, all right, my second pick. Uh, we all know this guy. We love this guy. If you've seen the show Friday Night Lights, you might be familiar yes. with him. I'm talking Jason yes. Street. Post injury. He was taken at the game too early. I think it's time for him to make his comeback. He's been hungry for it. And he's got wheels. Give him a shot. And he's got wheels, he's got bro. Wheels. He knows how to move around the pocket. No one's going to tackle that no. guy. That's great. That is great. Anyone All else? Right. No, you got one? I got one. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to have to go. This person, I think, dominates the mental aspect of the game. And uh, more than anything, guaranteed to never throw an interception. I'm talking Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Difficult to tackle, but man, he'll drop some good plays for you too. Omaha, Omaha, <laughs> Omaha. Oh my gosh. Can he make an audible? Because I don't think he can. I can audibly say this through my computer. Oh my hey, if you get some tread on those. Tired, like some yeah, yeah you don't know how fast he can go. A snow it's game bad. might might be difficult. Snow <laughs> game, yeah. Snow game. We're gonna put Zach Wilson back in. No, you just yeah, get a no, or Zamboni, <laughs> or you put in my second pick. Okay, all right. Played organized football. Actually made it to the NFL. Okay. He was drafted in the first round, and without the alcohol problem, I think Johnny Manziel deserves hey. a second chance. Exactly. I talk really, really. Exactly. I think I think anyone deserves a chance over Zach Wilson. Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football. Exactly. Football's his last name. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah, anything's better than Zach Wilson. All right. I got one more in the pipeline. Uh, this guy, I think um, he could be great for the team. Uh, 
the actual Uncle Rico. <laughs> yeah, the actual <laughs> Uncle Rico throws a pigskin over a quarter mile, throws a stake clear across the yard, hits his his uh, his receiver dead in the face. Um, he has accuracy uh, like nobody, and he's a great salesman. The resume uh, speaks for itself. <laughs> the resume speaks for itself. I think he, Uncle Rico is out there. They win a couple of these uh, close ones. I mean, who else is throwing footballs over the mountains? I, that's what I'm saying. Nobody. Yeah. Clear over the mountains. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite. All right. All right. What about last one? Rex Kwan from Rex Kwan. <laughs> <laughs> Grab my arm. My other arm. <laughs> my other arm. <laughs> Man, he knows how to break the wrist and walk away. <laughs> knows how to break those kneecaps. Yeah. yeah good luck, Micah Parsons. <laughs> you think anyone makes fun of me when I go home wearing like these bad boys? <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah, can we get alternate uniforms? The for that? uniforms are all changed to American flag pants. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. Any of these quarterbacks that we've just mentioned um, would be great additions. Um, and then, like we said, if they can get like Tom Brady to come out. That would probably be pretty sick, too. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Brady, he's like partial owner of the Raiders now or something like that, right? Something like that. Can he do that? Play? I, uh, he, I think he would have that to sell illegal. his shares. I think that's what he would have to do. Yeah, because yeah, you can't uh, be an owner of an opposing be, team. That would be... Yeah, probably conflicts with his Delta meetings as well, so I don't know if he wouldn't be able to make that work. Yeah, but... He probably could date someone like Taylor Swift, <laughs> right? Do you want from Travis? He's on the market. I, th- um, I heard she's off the market. Yeah, that's what they say. That's what they say. Yeah. Did we did we talk about that yet? Not really. Okay. We didn't touch on it. Um. Yeah, she's off the market apparently now. Um, Travis Kelsey is the biggest W in the NFL right now. It's pretty big. Yeah. It's pretty big. Did you hear uh, Belichick's uh, quote on that? No. If Belichick said, uh, they asked him what they thought about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, and Belichick was like, you know, he's had some... Can you do a Bel- Belichick voice, please? Uh, Not a Cleveland. Travis Kelsey. I don't even know what he sounds like. <laughs> um, when I said he's like, he's had some pretty big catches in his career, but this is probably the biggest. Oh. A little Bill Belichick. That's a good line. Yeah. I yeah. wonder if he was thinking about that before. <laughs> Or if he's just that witty. Mm, seems pretty witty. Yeah, it does seem pretty witty. Yeah. It's really yeah. unintentionally funny. I mean, I, there was like some text that was, or a DM between them or something that was like, I've seen you rock Arrowhead Stadium. Now it's time for you to see me rock Arrowhead Stadium. And he ended up getting a touchdown. So I guess, you know, and then they quickly pan up to Donna's box up there and, well, her. <laughs> Where she was sitting, <laughs> and uh, her her suite, yeah, yeah her yeah. suite, and uh, yeah. it was just <laughs> it was just up there, and they were her boot. <laughs> cameraman, yeah, he camera, cameraman's wild, but he uh, he, like, he had one job to do. They just kept showing Taylor Swift and Donna just like being best friends. I think Donna's happy. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah, if I was Donna, She's I would like be happy. Her. Dude, what, yeah. it's crazy because the other night I was putting the the my my sons to sleep. And I walk out and I like hear like football on the TV. I'm like, what, what's going on? And my wife was watching the new Kelsey movie. Oh, yeah, documentary. Documentary yeah. they got put out. And uh, 
so we watched that whole thing and she was like she's all into their family now so she feels like she knows she's like oh it's donna and i'm just like looking at her like <laughs> what the heck is going on like how what other quarterback's mom or not quarterback other football players mom do we know the name of you know i feel like it's a missed opportunity and maybe they're kind of kicking themselves but the watt family they could have been the kelsey's dude honestly. but i don't know if they have the personality for it like well the weird part about the kelsey's is like they have they're both big personalities but they're very different mm -hmm. yeah right like jason is like a normal guy yeah and I honestly do you have the apology music we can never trust you i just gotta apologize a couple episodes ago i made a comment it was offhand i was just trying to be funny i think i said that jason kelsey looks like a divorced dad going to his son's second baseball practice of the day um, again, that's something a great dad would do, um, but also like kind of, you know, saying he's going to get divorced. And after watching the Kelsey documentary, um, he seems just like a great husband, too. So I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Uh, Jason, you're a great guy. Um, we'd love to have you on the pod, you know, mm. uh, if that's something you're into. And I think that um, just that family in general is just great. Uh, a great family. Yeah. And now adding this whole thing. It is kind of funny, though, how, like, this has came into such huge, uh, such a big story. Like, it was on first take. It was on, like, anywhere you turn on ESPN, they're like, there's football this week. And Justin, Taylor Swift, and Travis Kelsey are dating. It's like, how often is that, like, going on? Is it just because she's the biggest name in the world? She's huge, yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. There's some she's coming off her era's tour. Sure. And that was, what, that was, like, one of the highest-selling concerts are one of she, the highest she is pop. All time she's she is, pop she is pop okay what's your favorite song yeah style how's that go i'm like this <laughs> come on got that long hair that one yeah there, yeah, there you go <laughs> yeah. or Christian? Uh, enchanted is that that red lipstick one you yeah. got that long it's the one about um it's the one uh, about harry styles yeah so i got she, that red she lip. got that classic classic thing that you like yeah yeah, 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 yeah what yeah, about yeah, you yeah, favorite red lip, favorite yeah. taylor swift song um i think i'm a fan of um teardrops on my guitar <laughs> uh going back old did you look school. at your notes for that one <laughs> no <laughs> teardrops on my guitar um uh what's the other one um uh 22 uh, blank space blank, blank space, space is, is good, good. that's the good one, one i don't want to like but i really like yeah. yeah it was good how about um um take it off i go out too late yep. yeah. another one yeah that's a good one too you know what one i don't really like though the one that she should take out of her like discography is um look what you made me do yeah the whole look what you made yeah. me do yeah whole look reputation album boom, 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 boom. yeah we don't talk about that one yeah Whoa. reputation album we can flush it uh, I think I think underrated album folklore. I don't know if you guys mm. ever ever listened to that. I think that's that's a, a good one. I think one. it's your best yeah. album in my opinion. Betty, well, the track Betty on there is really Betty. Good. Yes, Betty. I remember that one. Yeah. That's the one about like the sweater. One. It's yeah, it's part of. It's like the. It's like there's three songs that are like a love triangle in that oh. album. Cardigan, yeah. Betty, and August. Cardigan, not a sweater. Cardigan, my yeah. bad. But they're my all bad. tied together. Yeah. Swifty's gonna come for you. Yeah, seriously. No, but yeah, I mean, yeah, great catch. Uh, Travis Kelsey seems like a fun guy. He likes football. I mean, it's it, it's. <laughs> I think Taylor Swift. It's gonna be tough if she was if she was ever gonna end up with somebody in the music industry because she's just 
just so far above pretty much everybody. I know she was with Harry Styles, I guess, at one point. That's the, the song the style biggest, was about, yeah. you know? So, uh, but I think if you take somebody in the sports world, which is kind of hard to compare, Travis Kelsey's like, it doesn't get much bigger than Travis Kelsey. In, As a tight end. At least, yeah, at yeah. least in a tight end. I feel yeah. like quarterback is a quarterbacks lot Quarterbacks are on their own thing, yeah. yeah. I think she kind of is hitting this, like, nice little zone here where it's like, like, if, if it was, like, Taylor Swift and, like, like, Jalen Hurts or something like that would be yeah. I think like just an even bigger story or or Patrick Mahomes like Patrick I know Mahomes Patrick Mahomes is sure. married but like you know what I mean like someone <laughs> that, would, that would be a big that story. would be a crazy <laughs> story. it's just sports fandom and like yeah. music fandom are probably the height you know you look you right, look at a Swifties right. you look at probably the you know Chiefs fans and you they're probably pretty similar in energy and passion for their I'm, I think though that person. uh like saying that like oh Jalen Hurts would be bigger I beg to differ I think Travis Kelsey is a bigger personality and like you've seen mm-hmm. so much of him and like especially with the podcast and like that and he's shown like yeah, so much of who he true. is he's not just like a fun guy he's yeah. a mama's boy you know and it's like especially with Donna and the Super Bowl and stuff like that so I think especially from all the TikToks I've seen I just my TikTok is just filled with Taylor Swift fan pages it's not even Travis Kelsey fan mm-hmm. pages and they are just like finally a guy that doesn't look malnourished for Taylor you know oh. like <laughs> exactly he's a big boy and he'll take care of her exactly yeah. but here's the thing this is either gonna end two ways Uh-oh. they're either gonna get married and this is gonna be like the greatest power couple that we've seen in a long time or, or we're gonna get the greatest album ever hey. if this ends up and goes up yeah. in flames that's blank space for you right there. yeah that's, which is probably the more realistic thing i don't know i think travis is ready to drop a knee oh. <laughs> you, you see him on the podcast and he's he's ready he's okay. ready so dude i i already know the breakup track is going to be called donna's boy oh like, like a mama's boy oh. but donna's boy nice yeah. donna's boy <laughs> yeah I, I wonder who that's going to be about though it's gonna be rumors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, people are gonna have to wonder. You know, like, I think it's she, gonna be about Jake Gyllenhaal again. <laughs> <laughs> She's had a lot of boyfriends. Dude. She's had a lot of boyfriends, and uh, that's kind of the scary thing. Because I'm like, okay, I I like Taylor Swift, but Swifties kind of scare me a little mm-hmm. bit. Because mm-hmm. because of how much they drag anybody who kind of ended things like not well with Taylor Swift. Uh, you know, John Mayer. Mm-hmm. Katy Perry, yeah, John Mayer canceled. But I think Jake Gyllenhaal canceled. Apparently, bl- apparently, bad blood was allegedly about Katy Perry. About Katy Perry, yeah, interesting. But I think mm-hmm. I feel like Ooh. I feel like Travis is like a good enough guy. Kanye like, canceled, <laughs> yeah. But I don't see he I don't see Travis himself. getting getting canceled <laughs> like that. Like you got like Taylor Lautner, like or Lautner if you want to pronounce it correctly. But like they're on, they're on good terms, you know. And they dated. Apparently, so I feel so, like I don't, I don't feel like Travis would get canceled. Gosh, like I know that. I know way too much because of yeah. my life. But apparently, <laughs> yeah, Taylor true. Swift said, "Yeah, no, that half true." Uh, that <laughs> it, she ended things badly with Taylor Lautner, Lautner oh. and that's she wrote back to December. This is a uh, back to December. Another yeah. great one. That's yeah. a good one. It's a good one. That's so good. That's a good yeah. one. Those old hits, man. Yeah, back to December. Sparks fly red. Mm. Jeez. Is this just a Taylor Swift fan I think podcast? So. I think so, I, yeah. yeah. Welcome is, yeah. to uh, Swifty Nation. Taylor Nation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ta- yeah, Taylor What's Nation. scarier, though, Swifties or Believers? Mm. Well, Prime Believers were terrible. Prime Believers, Prime Believers. Yeah. Because cause I feel like yeah. Swifties, it's like you have a lot of like millennial girls, you know, stuff like that. It's There's not like, whereas like Believers, it's all, it was all like, 15 year old under girls like that's what it was and they would go like yeah. after you and after him yeah 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he hated them. Like yeah. Taylor Swift doesn't have like a huge like male craze, you know, fan group. You know what I mean? And he did. Male? No, 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 no. But I'm talking about like as in like he was a guy and he had a bunch of girls who like they just want to be with him. You right, know what I mean? right, so right, any, right, right. So any any relationship that he would get into, they would be fuming. Whereas mm. like all of Taylor's fans, they're like. We want Taylor to have a great relationship. Gotcha. They're rooting for her. Yeah, they're they're on her team. Good and point. Yeah, the other way they were like gonna kill the woman. Exactly. Because why wasn't it them? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And they're like seven years younger. Right. <laughs> it's like, You're like you were seven years old. old. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that was a great segment. Um, <laughs> let's uh, take God. Take God. All right. Hey God, if you don't know what the Take God segment is, I'll be asking all of them questions and based off their takes, I will give them or take away points and they won't know until after when they watch the video. Let me try to pull up. Okay, so update on the Take God race after the third episode. We have Noah still riding in third place. Okay. So we go. got Troy in second place with six points. Debatable. And then Christian now <laughs> is in the lead with seven points. Mm. Yes. I legitimately don't know how. I had some duty takes last episode. <laughs> yeah. You you clutched up though with my favorite. That was the thing though. Yeah, that was that was in the summer. that's the part about this game that's just tough is that um, it's all up to me. It's all up to you. And sometimes you're just a conniving little uh person. Wow. That's wow. Okay. Three points right there. That was yeah. That was just going on. That was thirty. I don't points. feel like you can take away points if it's not started yet. Are you, do do you make the rules or do I? I think I technically <laughs> made the rules. Who makes the rules now? You. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> okay, okay. Who is the captain now? Yeah. I am the captain. I am the captain of yeah. the sheep. Okay, okay, okay. So first question, we're gonna stick with football for this one. Mm. Um, I have three people, but if you feel like someone else, go ahead and go with them. I'm scared. As of as of week four, going into week four, right? Who do you think deserves Rookie of the Year most? Ooh. I have Bijan Robinson, C.J. Stroud, and Puka. If you have another one, go for it. But let's start with um, Christian on this one. You said Rookie of the Year. Yeah, Off- offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, I got to go Puka. Um, I feel like people are expecting Bijan. Um, and I think honestly, Bijan will probably have a phenomenal year and Puka might kind of taper off, uh, halfway once, um, Cooper cup gets back in the game. I think tonight though, we got to see, uh, Tutu Outwell was getting really productive in the Rams game. Um, saw a couple touchdown passes or, or would be touchdown passes. Um, but I think because of that, it shows that, okay, the Rams are getting a little bit more comfortable with uh, throwing the ball to multiple receivers. So I think even when Cooper Cup comes back, I think Pukanuku is going to still have a big year. Um, I think at this point, he's earned a spot in that offense um, that is just going to be insane. I think uh, the Rams are a better all-around team than the Falcons. Um, so I think that uh, because of that, Puka is going to kind of like the Rams are just going to get a little bit more limelight. And I think part of the race is, Hey, what team kind of did well? Um, you don't often see really bad teams kind of having players win these types of awards. Um, so I think the Rams are a good enough team. They'll be in a good enough spot to kind of get the, some of the limelight. And I think Puka's just a great, a great player that, 
is going to wind up deserving the award. All right, perfect, Noah. All right, I'm going to... I'm going to keep it on brand with Taylor Swift here. I'm going to channel my inner Kanye. Now, Puka. I'm going to let you finish. Had a great, great start to the season. But CJ Stroud had one of the best starts of all time. One of the best of all time. Starting with 906 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. And he did it on a team that really wasn't ready for success. And he surprised everybody. Puka's got a Hall of Fame quarterback throwing to him. I think C.J. Stroud deserves a nod, and I think he'll probably get it because quarterbacks tend to get it, but I also think he deserves credit where it's, where it's due. All right, Troy. Yeah, I was also going to go with C.J. Stroud um, originally. <laughs> uh, it's tough. I, I don't think it's going to be Bijan. I do think that the, uh, the, the Falcons are going to be the worst. Uh, they just – the Falcons are probably going to run him a lot, so he's probably going to have some nice yards. Uh, but even this last game, they were running him, and he was getting kind of stuffed up there. So I think the Falcons, to open the run game, need to have a pass game. Desmond Ritter is uh, not the guy for that. And so I think that's going to mm-hmm. be the biggest thing that that hurts Bijan is just that the pass game is not opened up, and so it's going to be hard for him to keep having these huge games on the ground. Um with Puka, yeah, Cooper Cup's going to come back. His he's gonna fall in production. Um, I mean, both of them had historic starts to the season. Yeah. Stroud yeah. and Puka, um, first two games, and even with his first catch of today, a stat came up across the the screen that said now he has the most receptions of of any receiver with in during three games so just by adding one more catch he got the record for three games starting so he just keeps going that that speaks a lot to that yeah the two game start that he had was so great by one catch in the third game he already had the record for best three game start and he added four more after that so it's going to be I think a tight race I do think um it's going to be down to either Puka or um well actually yeah yeah it's going to be offensive play uh offensive rookie of the year is going to be down to puka and cj stroud but because the nfl loves quarterbacks i think stroud's gonna take this take this team that i actually predicted might go to the playoffs this year Mm -hmm. and i think part of that was because of cj stroud and i think he's a dog out there he's making great decisions not throwing any interceptions so far that's what i like to see yeah screw that test right (laughs) yeah that test knows nothing yeah yeah that's what it's looking like right now all right if you are the GM for the Bears, mm. do you just say, let's tank and draft Caleb Williams and give up on Justin Fields? Or do you say, you know, we're going to commit to Justin Fields and continue to build around him after this year? Let's go with Troy. Yeah, I think the Bears' problem right now is that when you have a quarterback like Justin Fields in the very beginning, He's this guy that you're like, let's see what he can do. And he's going to, he's going to, he made a bunch of great plays in the air and on his feet, right? Then once they realize what they had, they're like, hey, let's pull him back a little bit. We don't want to get him injured. So they're not letting him run anymore. And they're just seeing what he can do with his arm, right? And so I think it can go one of two ways. If the Bears are like, hey, I think what the Bears should do is they should say, let's unleash fields see what he can do again get him in the run game because they're like they're they're holding him back so much from like they're not even calling designed run plays for him anymore and I think that's a huge piece of their problem they need to start running him the way they were doing last year 
getting him that like dual threat quarterback, seeing what he can do and not really worry about Caleb Williams. But if the Bears are the Bears, what they are, and they keep losing, then I say you take it. If you, if you have the chance, they have two shots, right? They have the Panthers pick. They also have the Bears pick. So if they land in the zone for Williams, you take Williams. They would need to be number one. It, no, it yeah. would need to be number one, yeah. but they have a shot with their own pick and yeah. with the Panthers to get that number one pick. And so I think if they're number one pick, you take Williams regardless. You don't trade the way from that like they did last year. Even if even if Justin Fields just popped off and did amazing at the, throughout the end of this year, like they unleash him, you'd still go with Caleb Williams? Yeah, I think Caleb Williams is going to be an overall better quarterback than Justin Fields uh, at the end of things. But I think you you got to unleash him this year. Don't p- keep playing safe with them. Let him do his thing. And then... Hopefully, I think in their best case scenario, they start doing better this year with unleashing him and the Panthers stay bad. They still can get Williams. Then you get Williams and you trade away Fields or you do the quarterback controversy and then trade away Fields. Whatever it's going to be, Caleb Williams is going to be sick. So you got to get him. All right. No. Yeah, I'm going to agree with what Troy was saying. I think you really got to kick the tires on Fields and see what you got there. I think that you got to look into a little bit of what they were doing with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, especially uh, in his MVP year. Um, try to try to copy some of that, maybe surround him with some better talent. Um, at the same time, though, I, I, th- I think a big issue with the Bears and a big thing that gave him life without even stepping on the field was drafting Justin Fields. They haven't had a real quarterback. Maybe, I don't know, at McMahon maybe is like their – their biggest claim to having a franchise quarterback. I know Cutler was there for a little bit and Plummer, and but I think that there's just so there it's was Trubisky, so, bro. Come on, Trubisky, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think I think you gotta uh, yeah at least at least try it out a little bit more. Uh, do some more design runs. He was looking good last year. I don't think Fields is the problem, and I think that you have too many holes on the team. So uh, if you're if you're gonna do bad, you know at least you're gonna get maybe some draft capital out of it. If teams are gonna trade up with you. Uh, maybe acquire some talent. Um, but yeah, I don't think Fields is a problem. I don't think ca- drafting Caleb Williams is going to fix anything. If anything, I think the fan base will be skeptical and even, maybe even the players about like, hey, you already brought Justin Fields and this was supposed to be our savior and our franchise guy. And, you know, that didn't work out well. I think people are going to start looking to coaching at that point. So I think you just, I think you keep Fields and you see what you can get at the end of the season after testing him out the right way. All right, Christian. Yeah, I think this year is different than any previous year because of the fact that there's a chance that even if the Bears tank and they get the number one overall pick, that Caleb Williams doesn't go into the draft if he doesn't like the idea of going to the Bears. So, I mean, Caleb Williams is making a ton of money right now in college due to you know everything changing with the NCAA. Um, so if he doesn't want to go to the bears, he won't go to the bears and there's not really anything that they can do to change that, you know? So it really kind of depends on, Hey, do they like the other quarterbacks in the class, um, more than Justin Fields? And I I feel like give him a shot, you know, give Justin Fields a shot to, um, you know, just be able to prove that he's the guy. You've already invested so much in him. Um, at this point, if you tank, you really don't gain anything um, because of everything that's kind of changed. I think the athletes going into the draft have a lot more power because of that now. Um, 
So yeah, I think the draft is going to just be way different than it ever has been before. So because of that, just see what you can do with what you have rather than trying to tank for something that you might nice. not even know is nice, there. Nice, nice, nice. All right, going on to the last question. Who have I not started with? Me. You? Okay, so you'll go first on this one. Wait. You started with me first last time. No. Didn't start with Noah. Yeah, okay, start okay. with Noah. <clears throat> this one, I want, I want passion. I want detail. Ooh. Okay. Not football related. All right. We're going to stick with some actors. Okay. But this time, I don't, I don't want to know who's the better actor. Right. I want to know which actor is better looking. Mm. Okay. Mm. We're going to go with Ryan Reynolds, Henry Cavill, Patrick Dempsey, or Michael B. Jordan. Ooh. Oh, man. Wow. Hey, can you hit us yeah, with yeah, the yeah. one more time? So Ryan Reynolds, Henry Cavill, Patrick Dempsey, or Michael B. Jordan? Hmm. This is tough. I got I gotta be I mean, this is close. It's 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 tight between Henry Cavill and Michael B. Jordan right now. You got Superman versus uh Human Torch, right? He yeah, he was, he was a human, human torch. torch. He's also Killmonger. Yeah, Kill yeah, Killmonger as well. Um I gotta go. I gotta go Michael B. Jordan. Uh, that guy's done a lot of different looks, shredded. Um, he, he just, no matter what, he, whether he has the long hair, whether he's in Wakanda, whether he's you know in a not so great Fantastic Four movie, he looks great. And also, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the Running Wild with Bear Grylls episode. Dude is out in the middle of nowhere, no access to any kind of hairstylist or anything. Woke up like he slept in like a cave or something. looked looked like he was ready to shoot another movie. I think I think that <laughs> he was looking just, he was looking good. He was looking good. Yeah, he was looking good. Everything. Yeah, and he came in with like a nice fade, mm. uh, like a, a mm. facial hair was on point. Like everything looked great, and that didn't change after uh, spending a night in the wilderness. So I got to give it to Michael B. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. All right, Christian. Oh what about you? All right, so remind me the phrasing of the question. It's just, yeah, which one of these actors answer. is better looking? All right. You guys ever yeah, watch New yeah. Girl? Yeah. So there's this episode of New Girl where they're talking about a handsome guy, right? And one of the characters, he's like, I just don't think, I don't, I don't see him like that. I don't know how to determine if he's handsome or not. And then their answer to that is, well, how would you feel if you looked like him? So for me, if I'm going based off of how I feel if I look like these guys, I got to go Michael B. Jordan. Again, I mean, very similar to what Noah was saying. I think you were making some good points. Pretty much every movie that he's been in, he's yeah. he's a freaking stud, you know? Um, I mean, even like the, the scars mm -hmm. that he has as Killmonger in that fight scene, like the guy's just yoked. Then you then you have him in Creed. I feel like every movie that I see him in, I mean, really the whole Creed like franchise. Creed was just, yeah. He was jacked. He was yeah, yeah. Like when I go to the gym, there was this one time where I went when I went to the gym and uh they were playing Creed in like the the oh. cinema area mm -hmm. where you just like run on a treadmill and watch movies. And I just saw like the big fight scene at the end of the first Creed movie. I've never ran that ran fast a four in my life. So because mile. of that, <laughs> I ran. I could have raced Tyreek Hill, bro. It was crazy. Because Michael of that, Michael B. Jordan. B. Jordan. All right, Troy. Well, this is awkward because I also want to say Michael B. Jordan. That's great. You gonna um, go with Michael B. Jordan? <sighs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No. I mean, here's the thing, right? Let me just 
talk through why I don't want to pick the other guys. Okay. Let's okay. See, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Patrick Dempsey, right? Is that uh, McDreamy or McSteam? McDreamy Mc, 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 from Dreamy. Uh, Grey's yeah. Anatomy. McDreamy, yeah. Grey's Anatomy. To me, um, he's just a Weak. little too old for my taste. You know? Okay. Like, I'm after them young bucks. You're not the Silver Fox type not of guy. Not the Silver Fox the, type of guys. Yeah, like when he young. comes out there, yeah, I like him young. I like him, <laughs> like, him like hard and like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like muscles. Oh. Muscles hard and just like getting into it, like a little sweaty. <laughs> um and yeah for, for me like the doctor style thing i'm kind of like eh, i'll do without okay. all right so he's out for me dempsey gone um uh henry henry yeah cavill cavill superman yeah um he's also been in uh the one witcher. of the witcher he's also in uh count of monte cristo He's the, yes, he's the, boy he's the son. Yeah. He's the son in the count of monte cristo that's great i didn't even remember that yeah one of my all-time faves great movie um but he's also in Mission Impossible, one of the oh. Mission Impossibles, and he's just sure. fighting. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. buff. He he he's like wearing those shirts that's kind of ripping off, and you're just like, ooh, like this is this is my kind of guy. Best, and so, best bathroom scene in any movie. Oh for yeah, for sure, for sure. And so I'm um, I'm gonna keep him in my back pocket. Oh okay, keeping him in my back pocket, and let me just talk talk a little bit through uh, Ryan Reynolds. For me, Ryan Reynolds, he's a great, good looking guy. I like his humor. I think his humor makes him more attractive. But again, um, he's already taken Blake Lively, you know, and him, and like they got something going on. And he's he he is funny. I think maybe if the question was who would I want to spend my day with, it would for sure be him. Like I think we would yeah. just have a good time. As as laugh. a self-proclaimed gay guy yourself. Well, I, I didn't say that. I said you're I'm, gay. I said I'm a gay guy. Yeah. So as I'm not a, gay, a self-proclaimed gay guy, I'm so a gay guy. Yeah. So as a gay guy, yeah. You know, just that's how you're supposed to be answering the question as a gay guy. Oh, I am. I, yeah. I don't know what Matt Gay has to do with this, <laughs> but um, you said it yourself. I did. I'm a Matt Gay fan. I'm not sure what this is, has to do with oh, this. Oh, okay, but, my bad. Misinterpreted um, that. Yeah. Yeah. No, but for uh, for that. So like, if I'm gonna spend my day with someone, it's gonna be Reynolds. Um, but now we're down to two. We're down to Henry and we're down to my boy, Michael B. Um, and I just got to say this. Henry Cavill, baby. We're going Henry Cavill. You guys thought I was going Michael B. Jordan because I did the Rocky theme. You're wrong. Um, Superman, how you, how you go? He's the only Superman that is like one of the best Supermans that isn't dead yet, right? Oh. The other Superman fell off a horse and broke his back. The other one got shot by his wife. Yeah. <laughs> Which so, is the one that Eminem talks about all the time. Christopher Reeve? Reeve? Christopher Reeve? Reeves. Yeah, he's the one that fell off the horse. Yeah. There's also Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yeah. No, no yeah, yeah, you guys right. don't know that? Right. But yeah. we don't talk about... No, he played Superman in the new Flash. Um, he's a great national treasure. <laughs> he is. He is. Yeah. So uh, at the end of the day, I don't know, man. This is a great one. This is a good. It's you stump me. I like both of them, but I'm gonna go with Henry. All right. Wow. I love it. I, you know. Yeah. I should have. I should have prefaced it. I was hoping for a little more vivid detail. Oh. But that's okay. I thought that's I okay. gave you some. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. Stuff. No. No. Yeah. You got, yeah, you I got did. sweaty over here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got hot. In a, someone turn the AC on real quick. It's a little hot over here. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for take. God. Oh, thought you oh. had the meat sweats. Meat sweats. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for take God. 
All right. All right. So I think that's kind of ending our episode. There's only one thing left to do, and mm-hmm. that's to guess the word of the day. I always forget to I listen. Know, I know. It's like I'm gonna, those things. You got it? Go. I think go I, you start it. I think I might have oh, got okay. it. Yeah. What? This one piqued my attention while well, you were talking about this okay. 20 second recap. I think we might have made a rule that it that you're not allowed to do it. No, during Troy, the 20 Troy, recap, he, but I could Troy be wrong. wanted to make that a rule, but, but I we didn't. Yeah, no, we didn't make that a rule. No. Yeah, Troy vetoed it. Gotcha. Uh, I think the hidden phrase was Sammy, Sammy Sosa. Sosa. Sammy Sosa. Okay, okay. That is a really good one, and I yeah. also was thinking that because he said it in the very beginning. He's like, "Blah blah blah blah." Sammy Sosa. Da, 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 so quick. And I'm like, "Yo, what does this have to do with Sammy Sosa at all?" Um, so I was Sam, also going to say Sam, Sam Howell. Was that? Yep. Oh, I was just no, I was just saying because that's his nickname. Yeah, it was just a nickname oh, for is Sam it? Howell, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. That's, I didn't even that's know that. The, yeah, Sammy that's Sosa, Sam Howell. I thought that's just what Micah called him, right? Who knows? Yeah, I, I've never heard that nickname for him before. So when he said Sammy Sosa, I instantly just thought of the actual Sammy Sosa, and I had no idea why he yeah. said that. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so locking in Sammy Sosa, both Troy and Christian. No, but what about you? I'm going to say... Because uh, I started paying attention during the segment, but I'm going to say vivid is the word. Vivid. Vivid. <laughs> vivid. Nice. That stood out to me. Wow. Okay. Um, all of you are wrong. Oh, okay. Dang. Um, you know, I, I think to maybe to make this the most fair, I think maybe we should uh, limit it to how about it's only going to be in the 20 second recap. Okay. Oh, I think okay. that might because then because then you can kind of pay attention to yeah, it because yeah, even yeah. though it is faster, you'll be ready for it. Right. Yeah. Um, you could throw us off a lot in that, too. Exactly. Because I, so actually you had higher odds because not only was it uh, two words, it was two separate words. And I had the option of choosing and I chose to use both. Oh, so if you had gotten one. So the first one was bingo. Mm. Which Yahtzee. I used, yeah. Which I used <laughs> right after Sammy Sosa when I said Sammy Sosa mm. and the Commanders getting virtually shut out of the entire game was not on my Sunday football bingo card. Oh, you did say that. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, you did say that. Exactly. The <laughs> exactly. the second one, which I don't know who, I thought one of you got it. Mm. Someone said it. I think it might have been Christian because I think Christian immediately said that's it right after I said it, mm. which was. Um, after the Packers won 18 to 17 after a late touchdown, had the Packers fans screaming Eureka from the parking lot. Oh, Eureka. Dang, I remember that too. I said Eureka. So I said, we there found it. Is. it. Yeah, we Eure- found it. We I said Eureka, we found it, which is uh, um, something that the gold miners would say yeah. when they found gold. They yeah. would scream Eureka and they would say, we found it. Exactly. Dang. That word just stuck out to me because I immediately thought, is he referring to the you know, green and gold or whatever for Packers? But like, the Saints have actual gold helmets. Yeah, and I actually I threw in a decoy word, Ooh. and this one was wild. I'm surprised nobody. Maybe you didn't hear. Maybe I was talking a little bit too fast, which would have won. Um, which was wild. I thought all of you guys were gonna guess this one because this one is just no one ever says this word ever. Um, which was during the Steelers Raiders recap. I said late in this game, Josh McDaniels looked finafugal at the end of the game after <laughs> choosing to kick a kick a field goal instead of going for it on fourth down. Finafugal means to like be scared of like being able to finish what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, excellent gotcha. word choice. That was a great word. Um, I can't say that I even heard you okay, say that okay. or uh, <laughs> would have known all. what that was all about. So, Which, that's why I thought yeah. if you had heard it, you would have guessed it. If I would have heard Finifugal, I probably would have guessed that because that's just a little outrageous. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad it was a decoy word, not the actual word. Yes, you know? yes. Well, 
great game. Um, now we know it's going to be in the 20 second recap. So when you guys are listening at home, you guys try to find it as well. And uh, we'll be ready next time. Yep. Um, but for this time, we are Tutter Nation and we out.